Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Join Tyler and his team as they unlock the secrets to achieving financial independence through wealth-building strategies inspired by Robert Kiyosaki and other thought-provoking leaders. Learn to build leveraged streams of cash flow that land in your pocket and improve your quality of life. Gain access to cutting-edge ideas that will increase your productivity and streamline your success. Find out how to supercharge your retirement plan so you won't have to retire with a pay cut. You can escape the rat race. Are you ready? It's time to Learn to Earn with Tyler Sheff. Welcome to the Cashflow Guys podcast. It's that time again. It's Friday morning. It's bright and early. We pre-recorded this because I'm financially free, so I don't have to get out of bed at 6 a.m. when this thing hits live on iTunes and Stitcher and all those other great places. Today, I got a special treat for you guys. It's been a while since I've had a guest on the show. You know, I'm very picky about who I bring on the show. And I have a guest for a niche that uh, we've never really talked about before. Uh, it's something that's been kind of a, a challenge, a, a thorn in my side for a while. I don't like the way this industry operates. So I've brought a, an advocate to help you get out of certain situations that many of you may be in. With me today, I've got Gordon Newton. He's the author of The Consumer's Guide to Timeshare Exit. And he happens to be the president of Newton Group Transfers. That's a timeshare exit company. Gordon, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. So timeshare exit, I got to tell you, I've never been on board. It bothers me that to sell, at least in Florida, to sell timeshares, you have to have a real estate license. And that, to me, even makes realtors more shady than people already think they are. Uh, <laughs> this whole timeshare thing, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a nightmare for people. So I'm glad. And to be clear, folks, Gordon does not sell timeshares. Uh, he is, they, they, their job, their company is built around getting you out, exiting you from the timeshare nightmare. And I got to tell you, before I even get into this interview, when I was coming up and learning sales and marketing and learning from one of my mentors on how to negotiate, he said to me, and I did this and it was really effective. He said, if you want to learn to master the art of negotiation, I want you to, with money in your account, I want you to go find the closest timeshare pitch and you sit through that thing and get out of there unscathed. And I want you to have your checkbook in your back pocket and all your credit cards with you. And your challenge is to get out of there unscathed. That was my schooling. Let me tell you, that was an experience. It was unbelievable. So <laughs> did, did you graduate? I, I did. I absolutely did. <laughs> you and got through you, it. I took my wife with wow. me because she's usually, she's tougher. I'm more of a pushover than, than she is when it comes to money. And cause I'll buy anything, you know, <laughs> And, yeah. uh, you know, oh, look, widget. Oh, I got to have one of those. And my wife is more the practical one. So I took her and they even had her convinced for a while. And I was able to get out unscathed. We got out unscathed. But I mean, we went for a ride in the Mercedes and the, we got a cruise to the Bahamas and the whole nine yards. I can't believe that. We yeah, they're, no, they're, they're powerful, right? And that's, uh, that's uh, test for you. I mean, there, there are a lot of people out there and it's nothing to, you know, be ashamed of, right? I mean, a lot of our clients, it doesn't matter, you know, the, the education level, your work experience or, or, or your experience in general. I mean, these, 
they're masters at what they do and, you know, good for them. They've mastered their craft, but, uh, uh, you know, these are typically four to six hour high pressure sales presentations. And, uh, in many of the cases you're, you're dealing with uh, a representative that's actually paid to tell you what you want to hear. Uh, a yeah. lot of these contracts have what I call a get out of jail free clause that says you're agreeing to the written terms of the agreement, regardless of what the salesperson tells you. So you're up against it going in. You want to believe people when, when you sit down with them. Well, I think that generally people want to believe that what's being told to them is factual. People don't want to That's believe right. that, that things are not the case as they, as they are. But in, you know, in here, I was looking at your website and, and you had mentioned that over a million timeshare owners that number blew my mind. There's a mi- over a million timeshare owners. Well, actually, there's there's about nine million timeshare owners. There's about a million timeshare owners that are looking to exit at any given time, is the estimate. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, it's a it's an issue. I mean, just like anything else, timeshare has a has a life cycle of ownership. And some of your listeners might be sitting here going, "I, I love my timeshare." Uh, many of our clients have for for a number of years, but when they realize that it's time to get out uh they're they're looking at things and realizing that they have a liability not an asset you know in 2008 when the economy kind of hit there was a there was a big awakening for timeshare owners they were thinking that well you know what let me just sell this thing i don't need to go on vacation this year i'll I'll get some money out and help pay the mortgage they didn't realize that uh they were actually going to have to uh you know find a company like us and get some guidance to actually pay to get out of this thing at the end of the day it seems like I remember it being a, quite a commitment. In other words, and I can imagine, is it, tell me if I'm wrong, is that why most people want to get out of their timeshares? Is, is they initially, it sounds great, I'm going to take a vacation, then life gets in the way, and it's, or it becomes no longer affordable, economic issues. Is that part of what you Well, see? yeah, I mean, really, there's, yeah, there, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of reasons why people, you know, want out life changes, right? I mean, these, these contracts go on into, into perpetuity, so... There's uh, any anything can really happen during that process, but I'll tell you, I've been doing this for well over a decade. And the number one reason people want out when they come to us is is the maintenance fees. That's an obligation right. that never ends, and those maintenance fees are rising uh, faster than the rate of inflation. You know, I'll give you an example. Uh, Ten, you know, two thousand seven, for example, it was uh, the maintenance. The average maintenance fee was five hundred and seventy five dollars. Uh, the uh, the maintenance fee two thousand seventeen. The official numbers won't be out until uh, a few more days. Actually, on the, on the 28th, we expect them to come out. But the estimated maintenance fee for 2017, the average is uh, $1,040. Um, you know, that's nearly uh, a 100% increase in, in, in the last decade. So it's an issue for timeshare owners. It's an issue for resorts. Uh, that's yearly. Okay. That would be the yearly average. I had some students of mine that when we were, when I do my mastermind, one of the things that we start out with is getting your money right, right? Because I, I can teach you how to buy all the real estate in the world, but if you're bleeding money, that's not going to help you. <laughs> so yeah, well, one of our yeah. qualifiers is let's get your money right. And what I, one student, they were paying Gordon $750 a month in maintenance fees to Hilton for their timeshares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, those figures I gave you are the average, right? right? Some people are above it. Some people are below it, but yeah, that is the national average here in the United States. But you hit on a point <laughs> that, uh, that really, uh, I think we should uh, explore just a little bit. Sure. A lot of people who are, you know, you mentioned real estate, right? Um, a lot of people who own timeshares and I tell this to a lot of our, our real estate, uh, agents, if you come across somebody that owns a timeshare and they're looking to buy more home, 
that usually happens, right? You see one home and you want to, well, that one's a little bit out of our budget. Right. When you get your money right, as you, as you just said, uh, you can really cut the burden of that timeshare and start putting that money into an actual investment. You know, timeshares are not a financial investment. Uh, you know, as, as, as they say, it's, it's an investment in your vacation. That's, it's not a financial investment. So if you're paying a thousand dollars a year, you break that down monthly, uh, you can put that into some real real estate too. And of course that's the maintenance fees, not the mortgage. You have to pay for the right to use these things too. There's a mortgage that comes with these. That's just nuts. I mean, that's absolutely crazy to me, but why, you know, yeah. one question I've always wondered. So you, okay. I go when I buy a timeshare and I put my money down and, and everything's fine and dandy. And I've been paying faithfully. The timeshare mm-hmm. resort has made their money long. I mean, they probably made their money when I put the down payment down. And five years down the road, why can't they? Why won't they just take it back? I mean, if I if I decide to stop paying in a house, the bank will just come take the house. Why won't timeshare yeah. take it back? Well, it depends on the resort, really. But I mean, ultimately, uh, they don't have to. They've got an ironclad uh, contract that was designed to to keep you locked in. You know, these things were written in in, in perpetuity. There's no end of these things. In many cases, they'll be handed down to your children. Right. And uh, years ago, it was, it was actually marketed that way as a good thing. Uh, hey, nobody will ever be able to take this away from you. This is yours. Uh, nobody ever thought that uh, they'd ever want to get out of this thing. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the secondary market, the resale market being what it is, that's locking people into these, uh, into these contracts even more. Um, you know, as far as the resorts, not taking them back, uh, you know, they don't necessarily need to. And if they, um, some of them don't even have an active sales arm anymore. Right. I mean, that, that tells you how yeah. confident they were in their, in their contracts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't need to sell them again. You know, we're gone. And those no that do have active sales arms. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're selling them to, you know, why take yours back when they've got a fee paying member that's locked in, they, they want to go sell the next one. So that said, I see, I've seen in the last couple of years, number one, I've had more and more people come to me with this problem where, Hey man, I bought a timeshare. I'm in trouble. And they listen to the show and they realize that, well, you know, like I said, you got to get your money right. And the reason why you're poor is because you're bleeding money. And I've got a guest coming up on a future episode we're recording this week that's going to help people with their budget. So I think this is a perfect timing that these two go hand in hand. But um, timeshare yeah. exit companies now exist. And that's where you come from, is the timeshare exit people. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, there's there are a lot of people out there that are joining the market. As I said, you know, there, there are a million people that are just looking to get out. And so, unfortunately, that's brought in a lot of uh, a lot of people looking for opportunity. Wherever there's pain, there's opportunity for scams in this industry. Uh, there are a lot of scams out there. Uh, listing companies, people telling you they'll sell their timeshare for profit. There's people calling you, telling you they have a buyer on the other line. Um you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it, it probably is, right? And that's kind of the general right. rule of thumb here. But that's really why I wrote the Consumer's Guide to Timeshare Exit. I've been in this industry for well over a decade. And uh, it's like that insurance commercial that I like. It says, uh, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Right. That's really why I put the Consumer's Guide together. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, there's yeah, I so that. many stories that have come across my desk and just unbelievable situations. But you know, the consumer's guide really helps level the playing field between uh, consumer and, and timeshare exit company and, and, and resort, really. I mean, right. education is is uh, is power. And uh, if you want to get your money right, starting with that, I'd, I'd start with the understanding just like you do. Now, with there's, I know there's a lot of timeshare exit companies out there. And your job is just that, to get people to exit 
the, be able to exit the timeshare. Mm-hmm. I've seen attorneys taking this on as a task item. I've had people have told me that my listeners have called and said, how do I know if I've got the right one? And what I've learned is that, and this is actually surprising to me to learn this, that there are actually common scams out there regarding timeshare exits. That's right. Yeah. I mean, and look, and there's, there's some that, you know, they're, they're not necessarily scams, but they're not, they don't offer the most protection for the timeshare owner. Right. Uh, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, the, in, in our industry, the most overused phrase is, is uh, we get you out of your money back. We have a hundred percent money back guarantee. Uh, but what people don't realize is, is that these contracts, these exit contracts, they don't uh, have an innate, just like your timeshare contract does. Right. So uh, what I uh, suggest for the industry, and which is what is in the guide, the only way to ensure that you're protected is to have that exit company become financially responsible for your timeshare until it's out of your name. So uh, in, in the case of an extended uh, exit process, you're not paying any more fees to the resort or the exit company. You should be able to pay one flat fee uh, for the service uh, to, to exit your timeshare. Um, so that's a, that's a very key uh, thing for people to understand, but they, most people just wouldn't know to ask that question unless they read the consumer's guide. Okay. You know, one of those situations where knowledge is power. So there, and I'll stop right there with the consumer's guide. We set up uh, an affiliate link between companies, between Cashflow Guys and, and Gordon's company. If you go to cashflowguys.com forward slash timeshare, cashflowguys.com forward slash timeshare, you can uh, fill out your information, email, and, uh, and all that, and you'll get a copy of this consumer's guide to timeshare exit. And I think that's going to be, sounds like it's going to be a pretty powerful tool to help kind of know what you don't know, so to speak, right? Yeah, we've gotten a lot of great responses from it already. A lot of people have said, oh, my goodness, you know, I, I wish I'd, you know, read this before I had uh, communicated with, you know, ABC company. Right. Um, there's, there's information in there that only an insider would know. Um, you know, really, I wrote it after uh, reading, uh, you know, you have some, some well-meaning consumer advocates out there, you know, the Better Business Bureau, FTC, nothing against them. Uh, the industry's been dark. And so they're lacking the information to really share with people. So we're hoping that uh, uh, to, to get that approved as a valuable resource for people in general. Um, you know, obviously, uh, uh, the guide contains a lot of information that can just help guide people as well. So there's a checklist at the end so you can help vet any organization. So um, you would talk about there's companies out there that recommend that you donate. And this one blows my mind that you donate your timeshare for a tax deduction. Yeah, that, uh, that was actually uh, shut down. I mean, there was a, a pretty high profile case uh, out of Montana. Uh, there was a company that was uh, uh, donating timeshares and uh, you were, uh, they were overvaluing them. So you would get a tax write off. Uh, look, these things are, they're, they're a liability. They're not an asset. So whoever takes them on is going to be responsible for these maintenance fees. And so typically, uh, you know, organizations just don't want them either. And so uh, the, um, they, they came in and shut that organization down. So that's, uh, yeah, that, that would definitely be a no-go. I mean, you're, you're opening yourself up for, for an audit at the least. Ugh. So you got bad enough, you got a timeshare issue, you were paying all this money, and then you get a tax audit to go with it. It's like... Let's go out of the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> well, you know, and again, I mean, it sounds good, right? Just like the timeshare sales, but you want to believe what the person is telling you. 
you're hearing them. They're speaking with empathy and you're nodding your head and all this stuff seems to make sense. And you hope to God it's true. Um, you know, hope is not a plan. People need to get educated. That's for sure. I, and you also talk about companies that, and I've heard this actually happen with some folks that I've talked to in the past that have done this, where they get these phone calls and they're like, Hey man, you know, we got a, we got a buyer for you, but you have to open up an escrow account, put the closing costs and money into escrow. Now I'm a realtor and I've been a realtor for 18 years. Never once has my seller had to do anything regarding writing checks. Their job is to cash checks <laughs> generally. That's right. So, and that's yeah. in a real estate transaction, but it, how does that, what, tell me about that. Well, I mean, people want out, right? And so it's a, it's a godsend. Your phone rings and somebody calls up and says, hey, do you still have that timeshare? Sure do. Well, listen, I've got a buyer and, uh, you know, they're going to pay you $20,000 for your timeshare. And uh, the, the, just like you said, they'll require money to be put in escrow. And that really lowers a lot of people's guard right away thinking, oh, well, you know, hey, money's in an escrow account. They can't take that out until some trigger events happen. It's just not true. Anybody calls you up and tells you that they have a buyer for a timeshare run, it's just not possible. These things are liabilities. They're not assets. There's no value to them, which is why we even exist in the first place. I love that you say these are liabilities and not assets because that is very much Rich Dad. I'm a huge fan of Rich Dad. Cashflow Guys is, is built around the, the philosophies of, of Robert Kiyosaki. And folks, are you hearing mm. him saying a timeshare is a liability? Period. It's like a credit card, you know, that you can take a nap in every once in a while, but it, it's not an asset. So don't fall for the hype. And if you've already fallen for the hype, this is the step one on getting our money right is eliminating this uh, liability from our, our, our financial statement. You know, just as simple as the that's right. game. Sorry, I hate to tangent, but it's... <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, that's so true. And I mean, look, in some cases, you know, attorneys are, are brought into the situation as well, too. What we do here is we actually give an actual consultation. In some cases, a, a simple transfer of ownership with a financial commitment guarantee will protect our clients throughout the process. In other cases, we'll actually hire an attorney that will represent the client directly. And uh, that's, that's another side of the exit process as well, too. Um, but, you know, a lot, a lot of people were flat out lied to, um, you know, d- during the process. They were told it was a financial uh, investment. They were told that uh, they were reselling these things. And if you wanted to, you could, you know, the resort would buy it back. You know, cases like that, we, we hire an attorney to, to represent the client and they can start communicating with the, with the resort directly. But, yeah, uh, you know, the sales pitch is... They they use terms like 401v. Obviously, it's a made up term, right? right? It plays on the 401k, but a 401v is investment in your vacation. And if you sit in a four to six hour uh, high pressure sales presentation long enough, that 401v, you might walk out of there thinking that, well, hey, I, I did make an investment, right. uh, but it's very tongue in cheek. You made an investment in your vacation not a financial investment. Yeah, exactly. So, like infinite banking. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's infinite. Yes. Yeah. People infinitely exactly. lose money. <laughs> That's okay. right. I can't even get myself started on that topic. I'll go on for an hour. Stay tuned, folks. Uh, more. <laughs> uh, I know there's a lot of, and I'm glad you said that. So you're actually hiring an attorney to represent the client. I know a lot of companies advertise that they have attorneys on staff, quote unquote, these advocacy groups. Um, oh, but they're really, yeah, there's real risk gonna, there. Yeah, I'm so glad you, you you mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, look, I I say the the 
there, there's the, the, the top two uh, overused terms are 100% money back guarantee. We get you out of your money back for that. You need a financial commitment guarantee for that to actually carry any weight. Number two is, is we have attorneys on staff. That exposes timeshare owners. Just because they have an attorney on staff does not mean that he is your attorney. Unless you have an actual letter of representation, a letter of engagement between that attorney and you, which is something that we actually provide, right. you have exposure. You have, in many cases, you know, a customer service representative contacting your resort, stirring up that hornet's nest. And in some cases, the um, time owner was actually sued by the resort. And then they actually have to go out and get an expensive litigation attorney. And when they're thinking, well, I have an attorney that's working on this, but they are not your attorney. They are the timeshare exit company's attorney. So that is a very key factor. It's just marketing puffery that really just, it needs to be exposed. It's, it's one of those things that people, it's kind of like the 401v, right? Yeah, well, yeah. okay. It's, it's an investment, you know, well, they have attorneys working this thing, so it must be legal. It, 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 unless they represent you, you have exposure. I'm glad you brought that up about the represent me versus represent in general, because for we, we do invest, we take on investment capital and I run into this a lot with, with investors and they'll, they'll say, well, you've got attorneys. Yes, I have attorneys, but you want <laughs> to get your own attorney and they get, they take a step back. They're like, wait a minute, you're actually telling me to go hire my own attorney to go against you. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't need to go against me, but I want you to right. sit down with your attorney that works only for you and review all the paperwork to make sure that you com- you and your attorney completely understand and are okay with all the paperwork. Because we wouldn't want you to come yeah. back later and feel, you know, well, Tyler had the paperwork done by an attorney. That doesn't mean that you're mm-hmm. going to like what's in there. Um, granted, nobody's really ever balked at anything, but it just provides that extra level of transparency. And it, it bothers me when I see these companies out there going, attorneys on staff, just like you said, yeah, attorneys on staff, but they are not representing the customer. They're representing the company. Big difference. Right, right. No, it's, it's so true. And, you know, yeah. And, and look, attorneys can get expensive and that's, and that's where we step in and we provide that cushion. I mean, just like a financial commitment guarantee on the transfer side, you know, if, if somebody's going to hire an attorney to represent you and they're going to make that suggestion, well, that, that somebody had better foot the bill. So what we do is we'll actually charge a, a flat fee protecting our clients saying, look, uh, for one flat fee, we're going to make sure that this attorney represents you until they actually get resolution on your timeshare uh, exit agreement. Um, you know, attorneys typically bill by the hour. So that, that is a, a huge financial commitment on our end, but you know, we know the attorneys to, to hire and, um, we also provide a, a money back guarantee on that as well too. You know, if you're going to allow us to hire an attorney, uh, and, uh, have them represent you, well then, you know, in my mind, you'd better uh, put your money where your mouth is. If this guy fails, I want my money back. And again, that's something that attorneys typically do not offer. They won't guarantee you victories. They certainly won't guarantee you money back because it's it's a gas in the tank model. You run out of gas, I want more money. Right. Um, so, you know, as with anything, you have to align your goals with your customer and you got to put skin in the game. Is and that's what we do. And quite frankly, the industry needs to do that. Oh, yeah, I agree. Is it realistic to say, and I've always been a believer in this with real estate, but from your side, you go out and, and retain a counsel for the client. That counsel mm-hmm. is probably, and I know attorneys hate when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, since you're not an attorney and I'm not an attorney, we can get away with it. They hate it when I right. say it because the attorney's an expert in that particular 
type of law. They, you're not hiring a general practice attorney to represent a timeshare case. These are attorneys, I'm assuming, that have expertise yes. or experience in timeshare. Mm-hmm. They're not just some yeah. regular attorney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, we help a lot of attorneys. There's a lot of attorneys that own timeshares. Uh, and we've helped out a lot of attorneys that have come to us and said, look, I just, you know, I really can't deal with this right now. Life is busy. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I need some help understanding this. And that's a very key thing too. I mean, just hiring any old attorney isn't going to get the job done. This is a very niche practice of law. Yes. And so hiring the right attorney uh, can make the difference. I think we can liken that to go to the doctor and you say, you know, the doctor says, you go to your general practitioner and you say, Hey, um, I think I need a, a, I need some neurological brain surgery or something. You're not going to have your family doctor do that. You're going to go to a neurologist or a brain surgeon to have that work yeah. done. Comparatively, you're not going to have a brain surgeon uh, look at a, at your big toe and your toenail because that's not in their expertise. Yeah. Yes, they're all doctors, but they have certain yeah, great analogy things they focus on. I can see yes. that a lot of yep. money in this in your field, I'm sure, gets wasted by folks hiring attorneys that, not to say the attorneys being unethical necessarily, but they are not necessarily focused on the timeshare exit strategy. Therefore, you're paying these, not you, but the person that doesn't use your company is paying these attorneys to learn how to do this. That kind of yeah, them. you know, there was a, there was a, and there's, and there's danger in there, right? You never want to pay anybody to uh, learn on your dime, Please. you know, go with an expert, go with, a, go with uh, somebody who, uh, who knows exactly what, uh, what pitfalls to look out for because it can get very expensive for you. Otherwise there was a case in Florida not too long ago uh, where an attorney had some clients and he lost, you know, he he filed the, I won't say a frivolous lawsuit, but obviously he lost and his clients wound up having to pay the resorts an extra, you know, 8,000 plus. I mean, so there's, there's risk there. You need to know who you're working with and they need to be experienced and you need to understand what process they're going to take. Last thing I want to ask you before we wrap up, or one of the last things I want to ask you is we're talking about a lot of companies promise a quick turnaround uh, and then they start charging up front and, and things like that. Any comments mm-hmm. on that? Well, uh, these, these timeshare agreements, and that's why I say they must be backed by a financial commitment guarantee. It's fine to say you have a hundred percent money back guarantee, but it must be combined with a financial commitment guarantee for that 100% money back guarantee to hold any water. Uh, you know, I'll explain it like this. If, um, in the, in the case of an extended transfer, uh, because again, these X agreements don't have a, uh, an end date because there are many moving parts. Uh, ultimately at the end of the day, you, you're relying on the, uh, the resort to update the records. Um, uh, there's many moving parts throughout the process. So you couldn't possibly put an end date in there. Uh, we've seen this long enough. There, there are folks that, um, uh, have gone out of business very quickly. I refer to them as the accidental con artist because they put in there, you know, we're going to transfer it inside of one year or all your money back. That money's gone. Right. right. And so by the time that one calendar year comes along, he might've got half of them done, but the other half he's got to refund. Uh, there was another guy here about six months ago, hit the news. Uh, that was his business model. And I told everybody then guys, that's a money grab, whether he's yeah. intentionally doing that or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, you're still going to have the same result as as one of these con artists because you're going to go bankrupt. The clients are still going to be stuck with their timeshare, and you're going to keep your money. You know the the uh, the, the exit company is going to keep their money, and they're you know whether they stick in the states or not is irrelevant. 
as a, as a time for owner, you have exposure uh, by doing that. So, you know, that, that's why that that financial commitment guarantee is very crucial that is backed with a, a money back guarantee. And the same thing on the attorney side. Um, you know, on the attorney side, we won't take financial responsibility for the timeshare because that's up to the attorney to decide what direction they want to take. But any company must have skin in the game. They must have something to lose. Right. We've gone upside down on some of our files. You know, sometimes there was a lady that took four years. She actually gave us a, pot, a positive review in the Better Business Bureau because she saw the light. She understood that uh, we paid her maintenance fees for four years before we actually officially got it out of her name. So she already saw a return on investment before <laughs> before we actually completed the process. So, you know, obviously you got, you got to win more than you lose, but uh, boy, you got to have skin in the game. You know, oh, but you got to be incentivized. To some degree, it's a calculated risk and that's cool. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. You, you make money at what you do, but sometimes like in any business, you're going to lose money. The difference is you're taking it on the chin instead of the consumer having to take mm-hmm. it on the chin. And I applaud you for that. The other thing I like about yeah. your business, and, and I got to be honest, and my audience knows, people that are listening to this show know, I'm very diligent in scrutinizing who, who comes on my show because number one, in, in a way, it's a quasi endorsement of your company, which to me means a lot. Mm-hmm. Something goes haywire with your company and, I, and I'm the one that referred you over there. People referred people over there it blows back up in my face and I wouldn't want to do that. I've worked really hard to make right. a good reputation. And what I like about your company is that you folks over, uh, take the time to educate the customer. You're educating the consumer. You're providing that level of knowledge so that like I do and we do here at Cashflow Guys, I want my buyers and sellers and investors to know as much about the investment opportunity as I do. Because I think mm-hmm. the educated consumer helps people make good choices. So I applaud you for taking the time out. Number one, to write the guide. I'm sure that was a, quite a task. Uh, assembling all the information. Well, you know, it was actually fun. You know, once you, once you got started, I mean, I, you, you, uh, you, you hear all these stories and it was actually a, a nice release to get some of it out. Uh, the guide is, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty bare bones. We don't share any stories from any of our clients in there. But, uh, right. boy, if that's the case, it would be more of a book than a guide. But uh, perhaps that's our next release then. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe that should be next on the plan because I think that people, you know, people learn from stories. And yeah, you want people to learn? I think that would be great. I would sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm always I, Well, the stories, I mean, they're just crazy, you know? I mean, you wouldn't believe some of these, uh, some of these situations that uh, uh, the time showers are in I'm and how they've further the gone down the rabbit hole. Right. And it just seems never ending. I'm not even in the business. And I I can tell you probably five or 10 stories off the top of my head of people I know that have gotten into these situations. But uh, I'm glad yeah. there's a resource out yeah, there there's, that's taking time. So that's cool. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit. There's a checklist at the end that says, look, you know, whether you use us or, you, or anybody else, please understand the difference. Understand what you need, uh, what, what protections you need to ask for when hiring an attorney or when hiring somebody to do a, a transfer of ownership. That's good news. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. I know I've gotten a lot out of this episode. And folks, you got to take the time to, to go get the guide, the Consumer Guide to Timeshare Exit. You can get it by going to cashflowguys.com forward slash timeshare. Uh, timeshare. Corey, before we wrap up, is there anything you want to add? Now, you know, Tyler, I think it's very important uh, for people to understand, too. I mean, a, a lot of timeshare owners might be thinking, oh, my goodness, I get it. I'm, you know, they, they come in and they start kicking themselves. You're not alone. 
You, you're not the first people who have bought a timeshare. You're not the first person to decide you need to end your timeshare. But I would highly recommend getting educated on this topic. The guide shares information that's just never been published before. Uh, I wish I would have wrote it 10 years ago. But uh, that's where I would say is is uh, start with the education and understand uh, what your next step should be. Outstanding. Gordon, I know you're a busy guy. you got a lot of things going on. I appreciate you taking the time to come out and add some value to the folks here at the Cashflow Guys podcast. Thank you very much for coming out. And lastly, before we wrap, folks, uh, the best way to reach you is through that link that goes to your website, that cashflowguys.com forward slash timeshare. That takes you over to an affiliate site that you've got set up with us. Uh, and mm-hmm. they have all your contact information there. If they want to reach out more questions, they can reach out to your team, go from there. Is that true? That's true. We also have a number set up for you as well, too. Okay. Uh, so if people want to call, it's 888-698-8231. All right. That'll work. All right. Outstanding. Gordon, I appreciate it. Thank you. And you have a great day. With that, folks, we're going to wrap this episode of the Cashflow Guys podcast. I hope you guys, I know this doesn't apply to a lot of you listeners that maybe you don't have a timeshare. Um, maybe it will keep you from buying one or at least make you second second guess that presentation that sounds so great, that uh, that liability that's being pitched as an asset. Remember, keep your money right. Get your money right, as Grant Cardone says. Timeshares are not an investment, as Gordon said. They are definitely a, uh, a liability. They do not help your balance sheet whatsoever. They may help you avoid some taxes, that's for sure, because your money is going out the door, but I doubt that's even the case. Bottom line is, folks, be smart, be be educated, take the time to download that consumer's guide to timeshare exit by going to cashflowguys.com forward slash timeshare. Lastly, if you're not a member of the Cashflow Guys community, head on over to cashflowguys.com forward slash group. That will get you on our Facebook group. As a reminder, we are, uh, we've opened registration for the Mailbox Money Mastermind, the second version. You can reach out to there by going to mailboxmoneymastermind.com. If you want to get on the phone with me and uh, ask questions about the program, a 12-week program with the group coaching concept, by all means, reach out. Uh, you can, if you go to that mailboxmoneymastermind.com, you will see a link to my calendar. If you have any questions for Gordon, feel free to reach out to him through the link I already gave you. And we appreciate you coming out and have a great week. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.